everybody. Welcome to another episode of Rebel Parenting. I'm your host, Ryan Dobson. Hope you're having a great day. This is the program where we talk about marriage and parenting to make you a better spouse and a better parent through God's Word. Thanks to our sponsors today, Covenant Eyes, covenanteyes.com. Get rid of the porn in your life. Use the code word REBEL for a free month off. And thank you to all of our monthly supporters. Definitely appreciate you all. This is a special one today. It's going to be extra short. Um, Laura's not here, but this has just been on my heart so much lately. Uh, I was preparing for a broadcast and I was looking online at some different things and, uh, I was on Amazon and I kept getting notices for books on how to discipline your kids. Well, how to discipline your kids better, like all these things on how to discipline your kids. There's huge lists of discipline your kids books, almost no books. Couldn't find any good ones on how to love your kids better. It's shocking. Uh, And it reminded me of the last chapter we discussed in Paul Tripp's book, Parenting, where you're trying to get the law to do what only grace can accomplish. That is the discipline book, how to discipline your kids better, how to get them to stop doing what you don't want them to do. I'm here to tell you, in my life, it came from changing me, not my kids. It didn't come from me instructing them and teaching them and telling them and coaching them and all of those things. It came from me behaving differently. It came from me behaving more like Jesus. And I struggle with talking like that because I don't want to like blow myself up or toot my own horn kind of thing. Oh, I lost my drink. Oh, well. But I changed because I was... law, or let's say 90% law, 10% grace. Uh, But I'm sure it felt like 100% law. That was my all parenting. And growing up, I know the way I look. If you're watching me on YouTube, I have tattoos and earrings and things like that. I know the way I look. And I have been called a prodigal child my entire life. At 52, I have been treated and called like a prodigal child because of the way I look. And I went back and I was reading the story of the prodigal son throughout that. And I was talking with a couple of pastors and some other people. And I'm like, this is an allegory for us and the Lord, right? And I'm like, yes. I'm like, oh my goodness. Every time I hear this sermon preached, it's about kids disobeying their parents. And it's not. This is about us disobeying the Lord. And if we are to behave and act like the Lord, then how did the father act towards his rebellious son When the son came home, he ran to him. He saw him from a long distance off and he ran to him. If you don't know this, men didn't run in the Middle Eastern culture. Women and children ran. Men don't run. But that dad embarrassed himself, hurt his own reputation, made himself look foolish in front of his friends, looked silly, uh, looked strange. I'm sure his neighbors were talking about him because that was a very unnatural thing for a man to do. But what did he do? He ran. He ran to his son. Other scriptures that talk about this, the Lord says, I stand at the door and knock. I stand. It's a living word. It doesn't say, I stood at your door and I knocked for a long, long, long time. As a parent, we don't say, you know what? I tried and I tried and I tried and I tried, but you're disrespectful and so I'm done. I'm going to go to another door and knock on that one. That's not what the Lord does. It says right now, today, no matter where you're at, no matter what situation you're in, no matter how you're feeling, I am at your door waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. Just open the door. That is who we are supposed to be as parents. Waiting for our children. Waiting for them to do the right thing. So we can run to them. 
You don't need a book on how to discipline your kids better. It makes me so mad. You need a bunch of books on how to love your children better. Dive into the Bible. Look at the example the Lord is to us. Go back and read through the Torah. Go read through Joshua, Judges, Ruth, 1st and 2nd Samuel, 1st and 2nd Kings. Go through the Old Testament and see how often the people of Israel, God's chosen people, disobeyed, complained, grumbled, all the things. They're little children. They're behaving like toddlers and babies. And what does the Lord do? Does he say, I stood at your door and I helped you for a long time? It says, nope. I'm going to be back every second of the day. I'm going to be here every single time. That is who you can be as a parent. I have a new book. I'm uh, I'm pitching to uh, to a publisher on Thursday. Um, In fact, I can't tell you the title because no one's written it yet, and I don't want someone to steal it, but it's going to be a good one. And it's on being kind as a dad. Kindness works. Love works. The fruits of the Spirit Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. Against these things, there is no law. I have been seeing parents yelling at children and behaving inappropriately and and speaking angrily and their faces are mean. And I see the looks on these kids' faces and I think, what's wrong with you? And here's what I know. The parent is in pain and hurting. I know it. I get it. I've been there. I will be there again. We are all struggling with this hole in our lives that can only be filled by our Savior, and we're taking it out on our kids because we're afraid of how people are going to think about us. You know, I I told you I was down at Territory Days. Laura and I talked about that, and his dad was yelling at one of his daughters. Why? There's no reason She wasn't in danger. She wasn't doing anything disrespectful. He was just at the end of his rope. And I know as a parent, I've been at the end of my rope so many times. I've been frustrated so many times. And I take that out of my children. And then I don't apologize for it later. We've got to. It's inappropriate. It's a sin. And sin requires repentance. I was on a board conference call today. I'm on the board of a a media collective. And it was my first board meeting. They just asked me to be on the board Um, I'm on a Zoom call with a bunch of people. Some I don't know. Some I do know. It was a brand new one. And about halfway through, my son starts calling me on uh, FaceTime. And I forgot to turn notifications off. My fault. And it's going, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And it's just blaring in my office. And everybody on the Zoom call can hear it. And I got to hit it real fast. I get frustrated. My initial reaction is I'm frustrated with Lincoln, even though I shouldn't be. Why shouldn't he call me? Why shouldn't he FaceTime me? He has no idea what I'm doing. It was my fault because I didn't turn notifications off and I got embarrassed. I shouldn't be angry at him. And then I texted him, you know, what's going on? What do you need? I didn't get anything back. A couple minutes later, he knocks on my office door. Now I've got to get up, turn my mic off so nobody hears it and go to the door. And he opens it and sees that I'm on. He's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's okay. I just want to take Lucy and her friend to the park. I'm like, oh my goodness, awesome, that's totally great. And then he's texting, I'm sorry, like I have a whole chain of texts from him. I'm just going to read to you how I behave with my children and not to pump myself up. Ah, I sound like such a, I'm not doing this to brag because I was such a wretched parent for so long. I just want to tell you the difference. Let's see. Um, I said, I'm a conference call, what's up? He didn't get that. And then he said, sorry, I was taking Lucy and Lacey. 
Lucy and her friend to the park. I said, dude, no problem. Love you like crazy. And he goes, super sorry. Love you too. I wrote back, nothing to be sorry about. Work isn't as important as you and Lou. And then he says, dad, question mark. I said, yes. And he goes, can I buy Xbox Live for a month? Sure. How much is it? 10 bucks. Is that okay? I said, of course. Thanks for asking. You're a great kid. And he says, love you, exclamation point. See, love you if you're watching this. That's my 15-year-old. He was not always that way. He was angry as a young child because I was angrier. I was fearful. I coached him up. I told him what he was doing wrong. I always had a new rule or a new law. I had z almost zero grace in our life, but I changed me. I got more grace. By the way, the first person I had to give grace to was myself. So if you're an angry parent, if you're one of the people trying to use the law to do what grace can accomplish, you need to give yourself some grace. Give yourself a break. Your kids might not. Your spouse may not. But you can give yourself the grace that the Lord gives you. And you can apologize. Hey, you know what? I've been speaking angrily. I'm really sorry. I don't want to do that. And you can be a better parent. Start loving your kids more. Write down the fruits of the Spirit. Print it out. Stick it on your bathroom mirror. Every day when you get up, Look at that and go, today I'm going to show love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. I'm going to show that to my spouse. I'm going to show it to my kids. I don't know. I just got on this huge rant because I just kept getting books sent to me on how to discipline your kids. And I'm like, why? Here's what I can tell you. Here's what I can tell you. The more you can love your kids and show them grace and be kind to them, the more you can show the fruits of the Spirit to your spouse and your children, the far less you will ever need to discipline them. It just doesn't need to happen that often. They will do what you want them to do naturally if they feel free and safe to do it. Now, will they push the boundaries? Yeah. This is so crazy with my 15-year-old. With my I didn't have social media when I was growing up. Uh, but I was a regular 15 year old and all my friends cursed and we used all kinds of words we shouldn't use. And we never did it in front of my parents. Never. My parents may have heard me swear twice in my life. And I think one of them was my dad fell off a horse and almost died. Uh, but that may not even be me. Uh, but I never, listen, seventies, eighties, nineties, parenting was compliance based compliance and law-based. Do what I tell you to do in front of me. And we all did. But out of my parents' sight, I was a totally different person. The difference in my household is my kid is the same out as in. And the other day I heard him listening to a TikTok video and I didn't like it and it was inappropriate. And he didn't think to himself, I should hide this from my parents. So what do I do as a dad? I don't want him to listen to that. I don't want to be influenced by that. But I know who I was at his age, and he is far better than I was at that age. And he's generally a really good kid. So I got to think, he's not hiding from me. He's not, and he's not uh, doing this to spite me. He's just a kid that likes humor, and they like that kind of humor at this point. And so I have to be a better dad and a different dad so that I can have conversations with him. Hey, man, that kind of bums me out. Why do you listen to that? Oh, well, da 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 And it's, here's what I'm telling you. It takes way longer. In the immediacy, I could have been like, hey, we don't like that. If I hear something like that again, I'm going to take your phone away. That's how to discipline your kids better. And he'll go, okay, I'm never going to let my dad hear something like that ever again. I'll bet I'll see him in earphones way more often, and I won't know what's going on inside that phone or in those earphones. 
So I got to be a different dad. I've got to approach this from the backside. I got to sneak around, not sneak, but you know what I mean? I can't just come out and be like, hey, that's wrong. Don't do it. Bah! Which is what a traditional conservative Christian parent would do. Throw the law, throw the rules. We don't do this. We don't curse. We don't say those things. We don't make fun of. We don't. Okay. It's got to be different. If you're a rebel parenting parent, it's got to be different. Okay. The Lord doesn't throw the law in our face. You know, we were reading that. Should I, should we then say the law is sin? No. How would I know what's wrong if it wasn't for the law? We can teach the law, but we've got to teach grace almost more because our, our culture and our society is so law-based. I hope I'm getting through to you with this. Go back, read the prodigal son. Look how the dad treated the son. He's got two sons. His other son was mad. What are you talking about? I've been staying here the whole time serving you like crazy. He goes off and spends all of his inheritance and goes around whoring and all the things that he's doing. And then he comes home and you throw up a party. The dad's got two sons. Very interesting. He's got to go to the first son and be like, hey, listen, everything I have is yours. Everything. I love you so much. And your brother's home. Isn't it great? That's a nuanced parent. You know, listen, that traditional, I'm telling you, you go back to those first-time obedience people. I won't name names because it's probably inappropriate. But you go back to that first-time obedience people. If you had that scenario in their life, my goodness, it would be all punishment all the time. It would be shame, guilt, beratement. All those things would be heaped upon that son. Can you believe you dishonored our name and you wasted money and you sinned and you behaved this way and how dare you? And there'd be a long road to reconciliation back. What did that dad do? Saw him from a long distance off and started sprinting. I can't believe it. Do you know what that dad thinks? He thinks I get to be a dad. I don't have to be a dad. I get to. I get to do this to show my son that I love him. You can do that with your kids. Tell them all the time. By the way, when he said, can I get, um, what do you call it? Xbox Live. Yeah, thanks for asking. I'm telling you, when you are kind to your spouse and your kids, when you compliment them for any good thing that they do, whether it's taking the trash outside or taking his little sister to the park uh, for no good reason. He just decided to take her to the park and the son and her friend and babysat him for free. Thank you. What a great kid you are. How responsible. Man, I'm telling you, your family will have so much more fun together. You will want to spend more time together. You will get all the things you want from a family if you drop down that law and bump up that grace and the fruits of the Spirit. Be kind. Something happened the day. Somebody didn't do something. No, Laura was like, it's Sunday. I don't feel like cleaning. I'm like, don't clean. It's like, there's so many dishes. So what? They'll be here tomorrow. Or maybe I'll do them later. But just rest. Who cares? The less I get, the more I get over me, the more I love my family. I'm telling you, learn from my mistakes. Please learn from my mistakes. Go into the word. Listen to the Lord. Let the Holy Spirit rule your life. Build the fruits of the Spirit in any way that you can and love your family more. Love your family more. Show more grace. Show more kindness. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. Against these things, there is no law. 
In all situations, look to be that person. It will change everything about your life. I have a story I'm going to get to tell you someday that is a miraculous taking place right now. A miracle is taking place in my life. The people that I've been able to tell because they know me so well cannot believe it. Falling out of their chair. My therapist, I walked in last week. I was like, I'm going to blow your mind. He's like, prepare. I'm prepared to have my mind blown. At the end, I'm like, were you shocked? He's like, I can't even believe it. Totally shocked. I'm like, you know what I love about this? It's just me being obedient to Jesus. It wasn't my work. It was the Lord's work. That's what I love about this. It's got nothing to do with me and how good and how strong and how smart I am. It was just me allowing the Lord to speak to me and tell me I needed to change to be a better parent and a better spouse, better husband for Laura, a better parent to Lincoln and Lucy. And I'm telling you, I love it. It is the greatest gift the Lord has given me aside from salvation. You can do it too. Thanks for listening. This is a short one. I don't know what. Oh, 15 minutes. Cool. God bless. Thank you to Covenant Eyes at CovenantEyes.com for getting rid of the porn in so many people's lives. Use the code word REBEL for a month off. Thanks to all of our monthly supporters for supporting us. Man, we appreciate you. We got some big things coming soon. I can't wait to tell you. I'll be back on Thursday for the Rebel News Roundup. Laura will be back next week. God bless. See you soon.